Welcome back to the show. In this episode, we're going to talk about how do I stop caring about what others think of me. I'm super grateful to have you here listening to this episode, wherever you are around the world. Um, I do really appreciate you taking your time and I think if you really engage with this conversation, there's something you can get out of it because this is something that's been a huge part of my journey. It's caring about what others think of me. It's so debilitating when you're constantly using this energy, this anxious energy to be thinking, okay, what's, what's he thinking of me? What's she thinking of me? It's tiring. It is so tiring and I've spent so much of my life doing that and I still do but I'm learning ways and I'm improving myself and I'm finding a way out of it because I don't want to spend my life debilitated by other people's opinions of me. I want to live a life that is true to me and that is what I, why I'm on this path. That's probably one of the main reasons I'm on this self-development path. A great quote to start this episode to inspire you is, care about what other people think and you'll always be their prisoner. Lao Tzu. Now that's just the perfect conception of why we should really, <laughs> it's funny, why we should care about why we shouldn't care about what others are thinking of us. Because we're going to live our lives for other people, for the expectations of other people, the roles that other people think we should be playing. I'll give you a quick example. So social media is the perfect platform for this about how, can, can I be myself? Like what does my social media account look like? Now I have a lot of people in this space who are making new accounts, um, posting new content, starting a new business, whatever. So they make a side account because they don't want to post their stuff on their main account, which I understand. It's what I do for my podcast. But th- they're telling me the reason they don't want to share their stuff on their main account is because other people don't want to see that. And isn't that just the perfect example of caring too much about what others think of you? It's your social media account. That is you. Now, that sort of inspired me because I was like, okay, why don't I personalize my account? I actually really want to make my account about me. Like, If someone goes to my Instagram, they should have a pretty good idea about who I am and what I do. Now, yeah, I have my other podcast account linked there but does it really give an insight into what I do what I believe and what I think can I inspire others I have a lot of these values and I don't get to show them through social media so I think I've really started to take that change in the last week and it's saying I'm really trying to push because if you never get to show yourself in whatever way you're never going to live the life that is true to you that's going to give you meaning and purpose and value because at the end of it all of this stuff about self-development and how can I stop caring about what others think? It's all got to come back to your why. And for me, it's I just want to live a life where I can be super happy with myself, create a meaningful life with important people um, and just get the most out of this existence. So that, that's really my drive and that's why I'm so motivated to do this stuff. So in this episode, we're sort of going to um, prove to ourselves that we can be ourselves regardless of other people and what they might be thinking we're going to find ways to create a version of ourselves that we love, but also accept the things that we can't change. So, you know, people are going to judge us for certain things. So how can we accept that? And we're also going to change the way we value and see other people's perception of us. An important point to start with is we're going to talk a lot about thinking, like a lot of thoughts and how, how I perceive someone else and how do I frame a certain expectation but you've got to understand we're talking a lot about thoughts here, a lot about thinking and stuff within our brain. But you can't outthink a feeling problem. 
So this is great. And we're going to talk a lot about the practical steps to change our behaviors. But just remember, you can't outthink a feeling problem. So you do need to change your behaviors to do what you would do if you didn't care about other people's opinions. That doesn't mean you're going to do the most extreme version of that. You might. We're going to have to take micro steps to get there, definitely. But if you never change your behaviors, you're never going to change that belief within that you can be yourself and you just don't care what other people think. But I think that's very naive because we say don't care what other people think. And I've, I've fallen into the habit of saying like, oh, I don't care what other people think. But the reality is I do. I do really care what other people think. And that's such a human, um, an innate human quality because at the core of us, we want to belong. We want to be accepted. We want to bond with other members of our society. So caring about what other people think of us is a survival mechanism. And I don't think that is the problem because I think we can't really change that. Like we can prove to ourselves through sheer volume of work that we can be ourselves and they don't care. But the reality is it's pretty hard for most of us to put that sufficient time to find that inner peace. So I really want to be realistic with how we do it. Now, the path I'm going down is I'm really motivated to find that sort of inner peace, that inner love that, you know, I can be myself. And I go in different situations recently and I do find it really hard to to actually fully be comfortable with myself. So there's going to be a lot of situational confidence. So some some places you're in, you're going to feel really comfortable with who you are and, and you'll be like, oh, I don't care what people think. And then you're going to go into a different situation, a different environment, and you're going to be like, wow, I'm getting judged. So you've got to think it's very fluid and it depends on circumstances and situations. So we'll get into all of that. A really good quote from Marcus Aurelius. He was a, a Stoic philosopher and he said, We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinions than our own. And this is perfect. And this was part of my whole journey into caring about what others think of me because I I often had this this big love deep down for myself, as we all should. I loved and I believed in myself. Yeah, I cared so much about what others thought of me. I was playing my life to their hands. And sometimes you don't even realize it because I don't think I had much conscious awareness. I thought I was making all these choices but all these decisions I were making were because I was trying to play this role, trying to play this role in high school or in sport. I was so scared to just be myself and be this thinker or be this person who, because I got so conflicted with my identity. Who am I? I didn't do enough self-work. I didn't even know what it was, to be honest. And that's where a lot of young people struggle. But that's why we're going to unpack some of these things and reframe some of our thoughts to sort of inspire us to take the action. And this isn't going to be the BL Endo episode. Hopefully at the end of this episode, it really inspires you to think, okay, you know what? I am motivated to change and there is a way out and I see some light and, it, and some of these things that Egan's talking about do make sense to me. All right, let's get into it. The spotlight effect. Well, we've all probably heard of it and there's so much psychology research on it, but pretty much it boils down to this simple line. We overestimate how much other people care about us and give us their attention. I'll ask you this question. How much time do you spend in public preoccupied with your own self-image? The answer is probably pretty high. You're so caught up in, what are they thinking of me? What am I doing? Am I doing this right? Whether it's you're in the gym, you're walking along the coast, you're going food shopping, you're at the movies, you're constantly thinking, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yes, you observe other people, you might make a little judgment, but it doesn't last long, does it? 
You don't spend 30 minutes thinking, oh, look what, look what he's wearing. He must be a loser. And then you start thinking, oh, my God, his life, he sucks, he's worthless. That's what our brain thinks that other people are doing to us. We get so scared. We think people are judging us and thinking that we're worthless and we're meaningless. And that, that, that is simply what it comes down to. Because if you break down and you challenge your thoughts, they're actually really silly when you actually start to take them down. Because we need to actually stop accepting our thoughts as facts. They're not. It's a defense. We're trying to protect ourselves because we, as a survival mechanism, it was important that other people had a good perception of us because it was essential for our survival. So we've got this huge innate drive to care what others think. So it's, we need to really train ourselves to stop that because, yeah, it's going to be hard, but it's still it's like that little dial. It's going to get turned on and up based on what situation. I'll explain this one better. So it's a thing I call the dial. And it's basically like this this voice inside of you. And it's sort of like the caring about what other people think voice. Sorry, dial. And it goes on and up. And depending on what situation, sometimes it goes up. So if you're in an unfamiliar situation that you're not comfortable in, so you're out of your comfort zone, that dial goes so far up. And you're so scared. What are they going to think of me? You're not comfortable. You don't really know the people. You don't have much competence. But you go into a different situation, well within your comfort zone, whether it's around your friends, you're laughing, you're having a good time, you can be yourself. That dial gets turned all the way down. The reason we go on this sort of self-development journey is we want to have control of that dial. Often that dial is without of, is out of our control. It's very external. And we think, oh, I'm just not comfortable here. But we've got to understand that we have so much more control of that. And I am trying to prove that to myself with this whole space. And I'll talk about what I've done because I've spent way too much time caring about what other people think of me. It's not easy but it, and it is a journey, but it's so powerful. So I think with the spotlight effect, we overestimate how much people think of us. And I do too. And sometimes I still fall into that trap. I'm going to the gym and I'm thinking, oh, this person's looking at me. And so, I, for me, it's easier in the gym because I, I, it actually sort of motivates me. And that's another aspect of it like depending on the situation sometimes you can use that dial as motivation like if you're running um, that can be a dial that you really use and there's nothing wrong with that but you've got to understand that it's not it's gonna if you if you if you use it as fuel for certain situations it'll come out at the wrong times so it's learning to do things for you what would you do if no one was watching would you still go to the gym would you still do all these positive habits You've got to create a version of you that exists without other people because if you can be yourself without other people, you aren't going to care what other people think because you would do it anyway. And then, yes, their judgment matters to you, but you know deep within that that is you. And that's for, for, for a lot of people, that's really hard. They just don't know who they are. And for me, that was part of my problem. I didn't know who I was. So one of the best things you can do to stop caring about what other people think is, is find out who you are first. Really look within, do a life audit, explore who you are, reflect on meaningful things that have happened to you. Because I think that's a really important way to start. And from that, you can really generate some powerful things. You can generate values because if, if you know what you value in life, then you can really control that dial because if you feel like someone's judging you but you know you're living within your values, you can, you can consciously turn down that dial. It's not easy but it becomes this thing. If you can prove to yourself that you can do things even when you feel that judgment, it becomes easier and easier. And that's the number one thing, simply the number one re- way 
to stop caring about what other people think is to do it anyway. Do it anyway, regardless of what you think they're thinking of you. And it's a great um, Mel Robbins-inspired framework. It's the let them theory. Let them judge you. Let them. They're going to throw their comments at you. They're going to say things behind your back. But people's opinion of you is none of your business. And that is so hard to accept. Very difficult to accept. Because I've spent so much time just like trying to grab it, just like, oh, it's not true. I'm, it's not true. I, but just remember this. Your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. It's true. To them, you might be this person who isn't that valuable. You might not be someone they respect or like. They they might just not be able to see it. But you've got to learn to detach from that and be okay with that. And that's hard because for me, that's something I still grapple with. When I'm in in situations when people, I feel like they don't know the true me, it's hard because you're grappling with it. You're like, I just want you to know who I am and what I am and what I believe in and what sort of person I am because I want to be accepted. It's this deep drive we have to be accepted. But if you can learn ways to accept yourself and the things you're doing, you don't need that validation from them. Yes, it is super supportive and that is why you surround yourself with great people. It's been a huge part of my journey. But if you never find a way to find it within you're always going to be relying on some external thing. And the reality is it's going to come and go. It's really great safety blanket theory sort of thing from Aristotle. So he made up this quote. He made up this quote. He just spoke a few words. But um, he said, the only way to avoid criticism is to say nothing, do nothing and be nothing. If you don't want to be judged, don't even try. The only way to avoid criticism is to do nothing. What, what sort of life is that? There's always going to be criticism. There's always going to be someone projecting their own insecurities onto you. There's always going to be someone judging you for whatever reason. There are so many reasons people judge us and most of it comes down to their own internal weaknesses, their own things that they don't like about themselves People judge me all the time for starting a podcast. People judge me all the time for the content I post. But you have to let them judge you because that's none of your business. And if you spend all your time, and if I've spent a lot of time in my head fighting this reality that like, fuck, I just want you to know where I come from and who I am and what I believe in and the value that I see for myself, I want you to see it in me. You just have to learn to let go and it's hard. But do you know the way I've, I've sort of learned to deal with that is do it anyway. Do the things you know you want to do despite that feeling. You Do it without their validation. Do it when they're judging you. If you can do things when the noise is loud, trust me, it, it cultivates this confidence within that you are so much more than them and their opinions and it doesn't matter. And just let me reiterate that it's not this one moment. It's not just a click of the fingers and that's it. You don't care what others think. It's unrealistic. It's a journey and it's, it's, it's such a journey and it's a journey I love being on because I can feel the difference within. I can feel, I can remember how much I cared about what others was thinking of me. I remember going back into my head and thinking, what's he thinking of me? I just kicked the football. What's that person thinking of me? 
yes, those voices sometimes come to me. But over time, I've slowly learned to change that. And there's so many things I've done. But one really practical way is to just create a version of yourself that you love and respect. And that's going to be different for everyone. But for me, I valued, and it comes back to your values, I valued getting the most out of myself and I valued being disciplined, committed. So in my sporting context, when I know I'm doing all the things right, the training right, extra kicks, and I'm doing all the things I know I should be doing and improving because of of a result of that, then I I cared a lot less about what others were thinking of me because I knew who I was. And you've got to understand that you're always more than the situation. So often we define ourselves by the things we do, our jobs, our salary, um, our interests, the people we hang out with. But for me, it's always more than that. The reason I struggled so much with football and what I what other people thought of me was because I placed so much of my value in that, in my identity. But it's more than that. It's all about, we always look at the behaviors and the specifics, but it's always about the why. Like, why did you do that? It's because you're a committed, caring, motivated individual. And that's what you've got to hold yourself to. That is what you hold yourself to. Because if you're living up to that, you value that, you embody that by training to your hardest standard then guess what? You're going to find contentment within. You've got to be consciously aware of this. You've got to hold yourself in your mind to what you value. You can't just expect it to happen. It doesn't just happen. You've got to remind yourself because trust me, it's not a linear journey. I've gone up, I've gone down, I've gone up, I've gone down, I've gone down, I've gone down, I've gone up, 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 up. It's such a trajectory. It's such a, up and down roller coaster, but you've got to have that positive trajectory that I come back to. If you're constantly showing up for yourself every day and you're constantly reminding yourself that you want to find that inner peace, you want to find that place of self-love and you're constantly trying to improve, you'll get there. I promise you, you'll get there. You've just got to have that intention to be better. You can't just expect it to happen. And for a lot of times, I just thought it did happen. Like, I'd gone so far on this journey, I was like, guess what? I actually don't really care what people think. And then, bang, guess what? Flooded with these doubts, these thoughts and these voices. But the way I responded to it and the way I got over it, so much quicker because I had all these tools within me, all these things that I've done and proved to myself over time that, you know what? People are going to judge me, but I can still be me and do what I want regardless of that. And that's been one of the biggest game changes for my self-development and self-love is just doing it regardless, as I've said. And I think with the thing with letting go, it's just accepting it. Like everyone's got their own reality, their own perspective, and you just need to learn to ex- accept it and not try to deny it because we, if you can bring it internal, it is so much more powerful. And also another little practical tip is don't bring them down too. And I used to do this a little bit. If I felt judged by someone, I would actually bring them down in my mind as sort of like to protect myself. It was my ego protecting them. But I think that's so negative and it's, it just cultivates negativity within. And if you start thinking negatively, negatively of them, it actually you start thinking, okay, I'm thinking negatively of them. What, what might they be thinking negatively of me? So the way we see the world ends up being the way we think others see the world. It's just how our brains operate. So if you can start to think, 
okay, how do I want to see the world? How do I want to view myself? How do I want others to view me? And you start looking through the world through that lens. It becomes so much easier because that's what our brain starts to do automatically. So that's a little practical tip um, from some of the studies that I've done with the brain. Okay, the man in the arena. This is my most powerful speech that I've ever heard in terms of being yourself regardless of what other people think. And I will read it out because it's so powerful. And then we'll dig into it. Okay, this, is, was, this was from <clears throat> Theodore Roosevelt in 1910. And he said, It is not the critic who counts, not the, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or whether the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. So powerful. And my favorite thing is, it's basically saying that like, if you're in the arena, if you're being you, and to be yourself in this world is so difficult because there's so much judgment, there's so much pressure that we feel. But if you can learn to be yourself, you are in the arena because you're being yourself and there's so many people in this stadium that are going to judge you. But the respect goes to the man or the woman, but this is just um, the word he uses. But another thing, this is me trying to be politically correct, but the word man, if you date it back, actually refers to men and women. So he's actually probably not just, he's not just speaking about men, Um, although in 1910, I'm not too sure, to be honest. Okay, um, so the powerful thing is, and the great line I like is, who at the worst, because, okay, we all think about the worst, right? That, that is what we're trained to do. So, who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. That's so good. Because you are trying to be better and be someone and have meaning. And that's what I hold myself to. That's my value. And that's what you've got to come to. You're going to fail. People are going to judge you. But if you can learn to just you know, practice that self-compassion because you showed up for yourself and you do it time and time again, you learn the journey. It's going to be fucking hard, but it's the way out. It's genuinely the only way out. And that's what I tell myself. I'm so far down this path that I've just got to keep going. There's always going to be a way out. There's always going to be a way out. So I think it also comes down to just like I said before, your value. So if you know what you value and you're in that arena, just hold yourself to that. That is so powerful. A quote that I really love is, you're born an original, don't die a copy. John Mason. So I feel like it's... I'm the only Egan Brooks... of me speaking that I'm the only one who's going to be me and you're you listening you're the only one who's going to be you 
I just can't believe how much time we spend occupied by other people. Another great quote I love from Ralph Waldo Emerson. This guy is full of incredible quotes. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. We all make these big external goals like I want this much money, this house, and to some extent understand the the external pressures. Um, But at the end of the day or the end of your life, what really matters? And I think it's internal, isn't it? It's It's more than the external. It's the legacy you're going to leave. It's the, the imprint you leave on other people. It's the spirit of who you were. And I think being yourself in a world that's so focused on the external, to be able to be someone who brings it internal and masters that is an incredible feat and you'll stand apart from everyone. So that's one of the goals I tell myself is I just want to really, really be myself, find myself, create a better version of myself and love myself for doing that and that's what I strive to do and strive to help other people do and that's why I'm on this journey because it's so rewarding it's not like I do it just to prove something it's so rewarding trust me if I found chasing other things more rewarding I'd be doing that but I know what this feels like incredible another point we have to sort of touch on though is what if they're right and I think for me I've gone through periods where you have this guard up because you're like I don't care what people think I don't care what people think and then you almost don't allow for feedback and growth because a lot of the time we aren't perfect actually all the time we aren't perfect but that doesn't mean people's judgments are always true of course they're not a lot of the time they're misguided they're projecting their insecurities but a lot of the time there is some merit in what they're saying a little bit of truth somewhere so I think if we can learn to hear it but not always taken on board, just depending on what it is. Let's actually give it an opportunity to, to think about it. Let's not just deny it straight away because that's almost worse because you're never going to grow and you're just going to be stuck. Yeah, you might love who you are right now, but you know deep down you could be more than that and that's what scares me. To be, you know, just pushing off like, I just, and there's a huge self-acceptance movement and I'll be honest, I think half of it's bullshit because we're constantly pushing like, Love yourself, love yourself. And I get that. I think you should love yourself for the work you've put in and who you are. But if you're never striving to be better and you're constantly being like, no, I'm so good, I'm so perfect. Like, what? No one's perfect. Everyone can get better. And there's some truths that are hard to hear, but people need to hear them, including myself, including other people. It's hard because there's such this pressure to be so politically correct. But a lot of the time, people need to hear these things to better themselves. It is often how you say it, but people avoid these hard conversations with themselves because they're so uncomfortable. We don't even have them with other people as well because we're so scared of judging them and being that, being like that in this society. But sometimes the truth is what people need to hear. And I respect the people who tell me it honestly, in the long run especially. You know, in the short term, you feel offended, your ego's hurt, but I'm learning to take on criticism so much more. It's not even criticism. Why do we call it criticism? Sometimes it's literally just constructive feedback because yeah we're doing good things but we could do it slightly better change a little bit how we're doing it it's how you think about it i used to take all this stuff so personally and that's another thing stop personalizing everything like we take every single little thing in this world to heart every single little comment so stop taking it all personally a lot of the time they're throwaway comments 
And I talked about this with Jack and Declan. We walked along the coast last night. Like, how many times do we say, like, a thro- or like we say throwaway comments? Or how many times do people say throwaway comments to us? And we will not forget that. They will not forget saying we say, we will not forget saying someone says, we often don't realize the impact we can have on other people. So I think that's just an important point to, to emphasize with this communication thing. You've got to learn to embrace that feedback because it's so powerful. And I've been able to do that more. And the more I've been able to do that, the more I've been able to grow. But you do have to really protect your passion and yourself because it's really easy to get cut up, lose motivation and stop showing up for yourself. So just be constantly trying to improve, but also just find that balance because I don't think it's important to overdo it because a lot of the time, if your trajectory is positive, you'll get there anyway. So it's about being consistent so you don't burn yourself out because your ego is so hurt and you just... And you, and, you, and you end up going to this slump, oh, I just don't like what I'm doing, I don't like myself, I'm so shit. So you've got to really find that balance of being able to hear feedback and grow from it without burning yourself out by just taking on so much feedback, which we actually see as negative, and it's really hard to differentiate. Um, I think another point is it's going to be hard to stop caring what others think. We've just got to focus on who's... Who, who matters, whose opinions matter because like I said, I do care what people think of me, just what people I pick. So the people who are important in my life. So obviously my family and then important friends. So I think that's where it's like you've got to direct your attention to them and get feedback from them and whose opinions you value and respect, not just anyone. I do think it's important to be willing to hear um, people, what people say but if you constantly take on board everyone, I know I'm sort of contradicting myself, but it's just a, it's a bit as a balance. If you're constantly absorbing what everyone says, like and being a sponge, it's it's too too draining, too tiring. So you've got to learn. It's like that dial we talked about before. You've got to know when to turn it on, when to turn it off. And I always turn it a little bit up when I'm reflecting and I go to people for feedback. So I sort of peri- periodize. That's a hard word to say. Um, periodize it. So I'll keep going, putting action, in action, in, and then I'll reflect. It might be daily, it might be weekly. I just rebranded the podcast, that's an example. And then I go for people for feedback. Um, I had a person on the podcast who really emphasised this and I think it's important that we can't always constantly be trying to be better. And even me, like if I'm like trying to create, I'm creating this business now and it's like if I'm constantly thinking how can I be better for everything every second of the day, you you never actually get work done. And I was saying I've started to learn. So like go with what you got, get the work done, pat yourself on the back for that. Think about, okay, how do I do this work? Could I do it better? Move on instead of just constantly being in that cycle. It's another thing I've been telling myself and I'm still learning to master this. I don't know too much about this one to be honest. Um, so I think you got to also just build yourself up. I've spoken about this a bit earlier, but for me, I know... I care a lot less about what other people think when I'm committed to my self-story. When I know that I'm doing the things that I say I'll do, when I know I'm being the person that I value and respect. And I think it's still like, even if I'm showing up for myself perfectly, if I still go out of my comfort zone, I'm still going to think about what others are thinking of me. So it is a journey to reach this quote-unquote ideal self. You're not going to get there, but you are going to bridge that gap. You are going to get more and more to who you want to be. And you don't need to be perfect. No, you don't, perfection is stupid. But you can you can take so many more steps than you think. 
And I think the, the harder you work at yourself, the more you realise how much you weren't actually working that hard for yourself and showing up for yourself and trying to change. I think when people see change as so negative, like with, with, the, with the, um, caring about what other people think, we think it's so negative. But change is, is so positive. We're, always, we're constantly changing. Every day we're, there is some sort of change. If we can have that positive trajectory in all aspects of our life, your life will change for the better. And that's what I've been doing with caring about what other people think of me. So my best advice is simply to change the way you view other people because that ends up being how you view yourself. I think you got to understand that you are going to care what other people think. So no matter how hard you try to deny it, repress it, you are. Just focus on whose opinions matter. Learn to be able to control that dial. And I think being able to use that dial comes from a really good self-story. So when you really know who you are as a person, you're committed to being that person, you can turn that dial on and off um, in the right situations. And I still, a quote I really think is important for this is, your value, and I've said this one earlier, your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. So true. You are so valuable as a human being. But you also got to create that value for yourself because we're all worthy by being born and as these humans, it's an incredible existence that we're in. But I still think there's elements of truth to the fact, so many elements of truth to the fact that you've got to create a version that is worthy. And I tell myself that. like, You you can't just go through the motions of life and just go through the self-acceptance and just be comfortable. I just think that's complacency and it's just not who I want to live by. And look, if you want to live like that, you do that. But for me, I know I can't because I know I can be so much more and so much better and improve so many areas. And I love doing that. I love being better. It, it motivates me. It's rewarding. I feel love and respect for myself. So that's what that's what I'm going to do and that's the way out for me. Um, and I think you'll realize most people actually are on the same path. Um, how do I stop caring about what others think? How can we wrap this up? <sighs> also, just letting people judge you. Now, that sounds so counterintuitive. How do I stop caring about what other people think of me? Let them judge you. But it's true. You can't control it. So everything in your life, if you can bring it internal somehow and focus on what you can control, you'll be so much better off to prove to yourself that you can be better and you love yourself. And also another point I haven't talked about is a lot of the time the reason we care about what others think of us is because it's like some flaw or weakness we have. But you've got to understand if you can't if you didn't have a responsibility for saying in your life, whether it's something you're born with, like a, a scar or a mark or your height or something, you've got to learn to accept that. And that that's really difficult. But if you couldn't if you had no influence in the situation and you had no control, then you just have to be at peace with the fact that it wasn't your fault. But it is your responsibility how you live with that and handle it and respond to it. Um, so focusing on the things that you can control and creating a version of you that you you hold so much higher is going to be so powerful to changing your life. All right, that's going to wrap this episode up. I definitely will do more episodes on this. I have been a little bit rushed this week, so I didn't have as much time to prep, as you can probably tell. But I think it's important to get it out and get this message out so you can learn something. Um, we'll definitely go more into the sort of um, neuroscience psychology of it because I think if you can really understand like 
biochemically why we think certain ways and why we're so like addicted to what other people think of us. It's really important, but I'm just hoping this is like a really good introductory episode on this um, to get you motivated to start researching a few more things or reflecting a bit more. Um, and yeah, that hopefully that you got something out of that, whether it's a quote or anything, but just remember still, you can't outthink a feeling problem. So a lot of this is thinking and think and listening to this podcast, you're doing a lot of thinking, but you do have to change your behaviors. It's the only way to bring true change to you is you have to change what you do to align with that true version of yourself or create that true version of yourself. Um, and then that's going to cultivate that belief that you love yourself, you can show up for yourself and you find that inner peace and that dial we talked about of other people's opinions, it'll come down because you're within your comfort zone because you know who you are. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. Hope you got something out of that and yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.